what is it? Episode 85? It is March 6th, 2023. You are listening to Stop Skeletons From Podcasting. Hey, it's your boy, your uncle, Derek. But actually not your uncle, but sure, you're, you're like nice internet uncle. It's me, Derek. And I'm Grace, the producer, a.k.a. Grace the Deuce. And I am, <laughs> like coconut water, naturally pink. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about... Uh, people have actually started calling you the deuce in the comment section. Oh, I love it. And in the, in the, in the Patreon comments. <laughs> I and, love it. You know, it's like, I, I, I believe in, in, you know, democracy. So like the people have chosen that you are, you are in fact the deuce. Yay. How do you feel he will call you Auntie Grace or Auntie Grace? Um, it's fine. You know, whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't identify as an aunt. But yeah, maybe I need to let that go. Because I guess like you do have a niece and nephew, but like I do that they're related to me. We just never we just never refer to each other by name, so (laughs) (laughs) we just avoid that issue altogether. I I have no idea if they know what my name is. (laughs) (laughs) It's been ten years, and they're just like, "Hey, yeah, you." (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't know if they say my name. Not to think about it, they're both kind of (laughs) shy. I'm yeah, and I'm easily distractible. Like all they have to do is be like music, and I'm like, okay, what music do you want? I got all these playlists. You know who you know who they oh. who names they do know for sure. My niece and nephew mm. are dogs' names. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They also know the name of Pokemon celebrity Ditto. <laughs> yeah. Did we the, talk about the Ditto? We we did talk about the yes. Valentine's Day okay, Ditto cool. plushie. I I guess in February, and um, I guess. The Does, only update is that it is a big hit. Big hit with the niece. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The niece, like... To the point where wow. your brother got kind of mad at you. No, no. Well, no. It was, yeah, he did. He was like... He was like, I didn't realize that how expensive this was, and how dare you? <laughs> I, I needed to get him home because, uh, uh, you know, they had, like, a, a study session or something like that. Um, so, they, they stayed the night. Niece and nephew had to get them home. We got our shoes together and stuff like that, and while we're kind of getting everything ready my my niece is like literally just clomping onto the the big uh full-size beanbag ditto that we have and like i'm like we need to go come on come on come on kids you know <laughs> i'm like oh man this is why i don't have kids well that's not why i don't have kids but that is uh one reason why i'm thankful i don't have kids yeah yeah the the the, the old comedy joke we, of we like trying, weekend kids try, instead, and trying to the get best. trying to get the kids into the van oh man that's that's the hardest thing in the world. So as and then it does sound and then hard. rapturous applause from the, the, my, the audience. So me and my sister are my I have three I have two sisters, but me and my middle sister are eighteen months apart, and it sounds hellish. Yeah, like my mom has all these stories of like trying to get both of us dressed and she'll finish up with me <laughs> and, the other one's naked. and then the other one's like throwing all their clothes on the floor <laughs> yeah. and then they get her riled up and then I, all my clothes are on the floor it's just chaos just running around all the time man my, my I, I have two other siblings we are all exactly almost almost exactly three years apart yeah if my birthday was three months different actually my brother and sister are, are, are have a birthday on the same month uh i i i, I broke the streak mm-hmm. um but such an Aries thing to do. Wow. <laughs> There's actually a fun story. So chaotic. But I'll tell I'll say that for another time. Because <laughs> this is this is a video game podcast. Yeah. For Stop Skeletons from Fighting's YouTube channel, check it out. And we actually posted a video today, today. when this video is recording on March 6th. Yes. So which I, actually, fun fact, we, 
this video, we are posting it on the anniversary of iPhone's SDK launch, which was featured prominently in the episode, and I didn't even realize it until someone no, told no, me. No, I mean, no, edit that out, Grace. No, we, we did it perfectly. We planned no, it. We, we, we we're to do so, that. Oh, man, we just have everything together. <laughs> we are just killing it, crushing it constantly. Actually, the person who told me was... Um, Hikari no Yume, who is the developer, one of the developers we talk about in the video, and mm-hmm. she was just like, "Hey, you knew this, right?" And I was just like, I was talking to her at like four a.m. and I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> Actually, we we no have no way, a, bro. We have an update on that. Oh, hold on, quick. Did I, did I say quick. the wrong year in the comments? No, 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 no. You, no okay, no. thank God. Quick aside, shout out to uh, to Bitter in the chat posting a picture they also have the giant ditto oh hell yeah so word no <laughs> legit that's thug life right there thank you appreciate that ditto gang represent absolutely but back to the video um uh so hikari no yume is kind of like one of the main characters of the story we kind of told um and uh hours after we posted the video she posted on her twitter account that she has another game working with touch L- uh, T- touch hle uh, a British game called Touch and Go. Oh, cool! Wait, and uh, and that was actually really exciting. It looks like it's sort of like a um a Tetris style match three kind of a, a game, but like a, a kind of a physics based. So there, uh, it's it's a puzzle game where different uh symboled and colored blocks fall, and uh, you can grab them and move them around, and you're trying to line up three in a row to make them disappear but because the you know, everything's kind of physics based and because they can stack it becomes kind of a mess very quickly as they fall seems like a really kind of neat little iphone game honestly uh this is kind of the the, the, the shit that i'm really ex- the most excited about now that like we have the touch hle and now that we have this kind of uh, you know again not to get too excited about it but like hopefully this sort of pandora's box has been opened and we can start kind of seeing more and more iphone games um kind of coming out but like you know, Monkey Ball is great, but it is a Monkey Ball game. Crash Bandicoot's great, but it was released on other platforms. Uh, this is, near as I can tell, probably like a totally unique, uh, you know, exclusive um, uh, iOS game. And one that I never heard of. Mm-hmm. Probably no one's ever talked about or thought about ever again. And that's kind of the exciting part is, you know, a lot of the comments like, oh, I can't, I want to play this Dead Space game. I want to play this weird Final Fantasy game. I want to play this... You know, people talking about like kind of well-known known quantities that hopefully will that, come out. Back. And that's just like and that's how cool we get too. people in the door, basically. But like, like, like point out but in this the video. Is, but yeah, this is the the cool. Shit. Like, like there are five hundred apps on the on day one. There are just untold numbers of games, thousands and thousands and thousands of games. And excuse me, something I uh. I didn't. We didn't really bring up in the the video, but a lot of people pointed out in, uh, uh, the the in the comments. This kind of opens the door. It seems, uh, for the time being, just the early stuff, mm-hmm. the early you know few years of the i uh, of the app store, and when you think about it, that's maybe like the best time because that was well before the free to play model, well before the gotcha uh, model. Um, it really was when people were experimenting with uh, the format and experimenting with the touch controls and the gyro and just what kind of what kind of weird game can you do with one thumb and no buttons, right? Mm-hmm. And that that stuff is 
probably it's when when cell phones actually could have been the future. They got just the money became too big and it just needed to be it just really the, the the money was too big and it stifled so much creativity not that the, not and i hate kind of making broad sweeping kind of accusations about uh, uh mobile games cuz i don't really follow that beat at all so I, it's it's hard to say that there aren't a lot of really interesting indie games just beneath the surface but it really does feel like the majority of uh stuff on the i on the app store and various places like that it's just like kind of well it's like simple when you, puzzle games or gotcha games and just it's not even i don't think even a bad about i think like with any kind of content digital content and, and it's partially like what makes it great because it is so democratized anyone can do it but i've heard people say like on um I listened to Decoder, which is like a interview yeah, we talked about with that. CEOs. Yeah, yeah. But um, one thing that they say a lot is like ninety, like almost like ninety nine percent of content that is uploaded to the internet is spam. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and I think that's just the nature of of these sorts of things. So yeah, you're gonna find a lot of those things where people are trying to do free to play. But there's yeah. there is stuff that pops up all the time. And that's the thing is I don't know that there that is, is really cute that there good. aren't like hey yeah. maybe, maybe every year there's like man 20, 30, 40 really interesting cool games that are only coming out on phones i wouldn't know because i just don't pay attention to that space at all and i I, unfortunately i like a lot of people have kind of written off this whole um market Ooh! before we transition off of that i want to bring up Mm -hmm. something that i think a lot of people don't know which is that if you have a netflix subscription if you are subscribed to netflix oh yeah yeah which i know not a ton of people actually are not anymore yeah (laughs) not anymore but they actually have mobile games for free and if you like have the netflix app or if you just go to like whatever the app store is on your device you can get a ton of free mobile games and including some mobile game versions of really good games like into the breach is my favorite probably but there's so that is a thing that is accessible but is what is really hilarious is that there are a ton of games on that service that are just like free obviously free to play apps like apps that were designed for that kind of monetization but like they just like took it out but didn't oh, actually rebalance the game so you, 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 you still can like grind to get yeah. like rubies and, and yeah there's gold. still like three different currencies but like they don't do anything yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so funny like it's it's terrible <laughs> Like there's this well, one. Then, well, that that that, that kind of begs the question then. Like, if you remove that, like, that carrot on a stick that you have to be chasing to keep playing your game, uh, removing that incentive, are they even still fun? No, I don't think <laughs> oh, okay. so. I mean, straight up. <laughs> okay. It yeah, it's like, and a lot of the games, like the ones I I think I played was, I think it's called something like Kittens with Mittens, and that's the one that I always think of. Yeah, oh and yeah, that's oh that's such a good name too. What was it? I think it was like a bubble. No, like, I thought it was a match. Like a it was bubble? a match three, okay, but yeah. instead of the, instead of bubbles, it was different colors of yarn. But it was still, yes. it was still just round yes, objects right. you were trying to match three. Yeah, and then you could get enough yarn so you could buy clothes for your cat. <laughs> so that was that's cute. That's cute, but it definitely didn't hold my attention for more than an hour. <laughs> You know, some yeah. got to have a, a bigger and, and, hook than that. And it's like <laughs> you need to have the Netflix app on your phone. You can't access these games like on your no, like, you the can, TV or thing. You right? can download them from the app store. I have an iPhone, so you can download them from the app store. Like if you search Netflix as a publisher 
all of these games are like pub under the Netflix publish label. And they have like they have that new Laura Croft game on it. All right. Tomb Raider Reloaded. It's terrible. It's like a run like a almost like a runner. It's like, like a runner, but it's like bird's eye view and you're you're running vertically and it's like you're just shifting her left and right. Right. Yeah. And it, it auto it has auto aim and auto shoot. There's another game that I like a roguelike called Dust and Neon that I tried out that I actually really like. Dust and Neon? Dust and oh, Neon. Oh, Dust. I thought it was a play on Destiny. It's probably released somewhere else, but they Dust also have Oxenfree, which I know is a, is a oh, cool Ox- game, but I have not played yeah, it. Oxenfree is a, yeah, it's a game. But That's yeah. a game, certified. Yeah, they have a ton of games. So this is your your public service announcement. Because if you, they they are making a huge mistake in doing this and having games at all. And it is pretty hilarious to me <laughs> because, you know, and I, I'm wondering how long it will continue to last because right now it seems like the big thing at all of the, uh, like, what are they called? The Screaming. fiscal years. Oh. Like whenever they do their like shareholder meetings, everyone's yeah. right now is like, oh, we don't have enough money and we got to raise prices and we got to stop spending so much money on content, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, this this games thing is not going to, can't last, yeah. right? I, it can't be popular. It, like, ho- no one knows about it. I would imagine it's like drops in the bucket. They're like, we need to slash like three billion off of this. It's like, well, we only spent like 10 million on the games. So just like, <laughs> here's, it's the equivalent of this, Grace. Do you think they're slashing? It's it's the equivalent. It's probably the equivalent okay. of like when you were like, you know, looking at your Xbox or your PlayStation and you have a bunch of digital games and you have to like delete them to make room for new ones. You start deleting the big games, but I've had like Wild Guns Reloaded and like other really small, like Undertale and, Calico, and D- Downwell, Calico Cats or whatever. Yeah, because I've it's been like, trying to get you to delete all, that game. For all of years. them are like it's like yeah, this uh, Cal- Califax. This is cool eight bit kind of s- side scrolling Castlevania like that has this very strange name that I can never remember. It's not called Halifax, but something like that. Okay, I don't delete those because they're all like two hundred megs. So you, you five, think five, they're like makes. they're cutting down music licensing deals for Bridgerton before they're like yeah taking cutting exactly. into the breach yeah it, <laughs> they're like it's it, I'm sure like someone's like you need to slash a lot of money and they're like well uh, sorry we can only like, afford a C tier Taylor Taylor Swift song to be played by the Vitamin String Orchestra <laughs> this time yeah well, it was rough out there for Netflix huh I know <laughs> no lavender haze this time no you have to get the uh, the big machine version. <laughs> <laughs> that Taylor Swift doesn't own anymore. Oh, hmm. I wonder what. Actually, I wonder. I feel like there's a, probably a huge overlap between Bridge, like Taylor Swift hardcore stands, and like Bridgerton fans. Not to like call you out, but that is 100 percent your scene. I would know nothing about it. I'm not a, I'm <laughs> you, not a tell Taylor me. Swift stan. I wouldn't call that. No, but that. you are certainly more one than I. Well, I, I think I, I'm just in the culture a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. I do really enjoy all the conspiracy theories. I, I do think like the new Taylor Swift album is the first album of hers I've actually I think I listened to all the way through. It's the first one I've straight up um, enjoyed in oh, ever. Da- da- whoa. Actually, like whoa. <laughs> which is why Controversy Grace. I know. Well, I don't know how controversial Trying to get the Swifties like in our mentions Grace. Come on, you crazy? Is that? I don't I'm What do you have thoughts terrified. on What do you have thoughts on K-pop now? Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I don't actually have zero thoughts. Just just boys. That's all. You know all what? My K-pop. Thoughts. How's Psy doing? Psy. Yeah, Gangnam oh, Style. No, like, he's still out he there, man. Broke the he's... door completely open. What's really cool is he, he kind to? of fun. From what I've heard, he kind of functions in the K-pop scene, sort of similar to like, I don't know. I guess like Jay Z and what Jay Z did for Rihanna, he does like Psy does for other K-pop stars. Like he kind of helps oh, okay. lift them up. It's it's actually he seems like he's a cool dude. 
but I have no idea. So he's not the most popular guy, but he's very well respected. And stuff yeah, he's like, like that. an elder statesman. Yeah, I mean, of, he's yeah. of course he is. Yeah, he's literally the torchbearer. Mm-hmm. Well, so we got this video out. I'm exhausted. I, yeah, I actually I went to bed at like six, woke up at ten, made sure nothing was on fire, and then I slept until four. Yeah, today I I am just barely. Oh yeah, up. and we posted that picture of me like on the ground. That was mm-hmm. kind of like just a joke. I was so like, oh, I'm tired. It's done. I'm gonna lie down, and then Launchpad like just walked over and yeah, laid down on my being butt. Supportive. Yeah. Uh, and poor, our poor dogs are also sick of this video. Like they, mm-hmm. when we edit video where we work really hard on, actually, anytime we work, they're sitting in the office with us doing nothing, and they, I'm sure they hate it because they're not getting pet. Yeah, not there's no toys. There's much they they do go outside a lot less when we're doing work like this because yeah. I'm not taking them out on big huge walks like I normally do, and so it's just like launchpad in particular is just so over it yeah poor guy i went to bed at 10 a.m at uh, 10 p.m mm-hmm. which is extremely early for me oh yeah. uh, and then uh, because i'm getting older uh i woke up at four six hours later still kind of sleepy felt all right i like just went out to the living room and then it was so funny we basically you woke <laughs> up when i went to bed yeah and then i just got all right you get the bed mm-hmm. and i was like well i don't really want to wake up wake up but i'll at least go to the to the, the living room and then uh, I think I fell asleep again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it's crazy. The last two videos, the three, the 3DO Doom and then now uh, the Monkey Ball iOS. It's like 3DO Doom was a, was kind of a, a, a tough project because it was just sort of like stuck in production for a while and had a lot of problems. Uh, and then this one was sort of like we, had, we, we, we wrote it. And we're really like we wrote the script, did all the research and did the interviews and stuff. And then we suddenly had. Yeah, to- we did do that. Uh, you, you 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 have the writing credit because you did do a lot of it, but I did a lot of punch up on that girl. Yeah, I did a lot of punch up on that script. I know. I don't know how to credit that in our credits. So I usually just do the editor, and, and but then your video percent, I usually say Grace and Derek. I usually, yeah, whoever you, you get top whoever's billing. name is first is usually the primary person. But we had we we basically edited the video like starting last Monday and got it up this Sunday. Well, and the reason it was such a crunch like that is because I got pretty sick actually after well a little bit during our last podcast yeah. i was just like getting hit with something really bad and then it just knocked me out so i couldn't really work for a really long time and i was and this was primarily my video so that meant this got dropped yeah. so, but it, and, yeah. and i was kind of working on some other projects like people noticed the donkey congas that were in that picture of me on the ground <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, and so I was doing that and also... <laughs> yeah, they weren't the only bongos in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Dog bongos. Oh, Wait, okay. What do you right. think I was talking about? I don't know. No, I'm not even... I <laughs> His was face just, is so red. Oh, my God. My bongos and my bongo, my face, my two cheeks, my bongos are red. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was kind of working on that and also Grace was really kind of sick and... Uh, yeah, February was like just a weird blur. It's always a weird blur, though. Yeah. Oh, and you you were still kind of dealing with your medication. Yeah, I, I feel and... like I've kind of hit a better. I've been on this new medication now, uh, which it's a slightly different dose of the medication. It was a little it took a bit to adjust to, but I still feel like my sleep schedule and my kind of breakfast morning routine, my schedule, my daily routines are like just in shambles. <laughs> and so really, that's why, like, I was so tired. It was like, man, I just haven't been sleeping and eating properly and 
taking my meds in the same time I normally do in the morning. I I, I have a I, I pride myself on having a really solid morning routine, mm-hmm. uh, and I just haven't had that for like a week. Yeah, and that's my fault. I'm not. It sounds like I'm complaining and whining. Uh, and I guess oh, I, yeah, I, no, I, I, this I suppose was I am. A hundred percent. A we mismanaged our time issue. Yeah, <laughs> which is not anybody else's fault but our own, I suppose. And I, and I'm sure probably like if you've been really following us. You, you, you it's a trend it's a yeah. it's been around <laughs> yeah the call is coming from inside the house yes yeah <laughs> the i'm a little worried about that happening this month again because i am going to be gone for 10 days yeah visiting family which i'm very excited about but we haven't really it's, it's apparently much warmer where you're going i know i'm so excited um, actually you know it's funny my parents um have moved to a small town in the midwest and there's a like a few bigger towns kind of around it but it it itself is a very small town my dad told me that they've been going out and trying all these different restaurants and that there have been like video games at the restaurants what and my dad played galaga no he didn't yes that's not possible he did except he called it galaxia (laughs) but i'm pretty sure it was galaga (laughs) i mean galaxia was the precursor to galaga that no one talks about was it is that a real thing yeah yeah Oh my it god, was, maybe it was. It's like the Street Fighter One to Street Fighter Two. Like, I no was one just cares like, Street- I was just like, oh, Dad, mispronouncing words. This is the man who calls Sriracha Rachi. <laughs> so I, I just assumed. <laughs> I feel so. Oh wow, I shouldn't have dunked on my no, dad. No, Galaxia, so Galaxia is, or Galaxian is just like a slower, lamer Galaga, right? Well, I, I honestly, whenever, yeah. whenever I have seen it. It's always next to a Galaga machine, or it's in a, a compilation with a Galaga machine. I'm sorry, a Galaga, a Galaga game, and I would just rather play Galaga. Oh yeah. So I guess I'm not. I'm not a uh, expert on Galaxian. But still, sorry. that's kind of a random pull for that for this random. Like place I said, it's have. like having a Street Fighter One machine and a Street Fighter Two machine. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. that's pretty cool, I guess. But like, no one wants to play that one. <laughs> or maybe they do. Maybe they do. I don't know. It's like the I don't know the right soda r-i-t-e soda mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like okay i guess yeah. if there's nothing else <laughs> well, i'll order a tab oh the chat's saying it is a better space invaders but it is no galaga yeah. oh i and guess that, with that context that's okay yeah okay and that's basically i think the vibe that um my dad was giving me he's like the aliens come at you and you shoot them and i just like it actually that's that's basically <laughs> if you ask him why he likes halo that's what he'll say yeah too. <laughs> your, your dad is so midwestern <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the aliens not shoot them. They come at me. Yeah. Shoot them. Well, apparently there's also some pinball games and stuff. So I'm guessing I'm guessing they're going to take me to these places. Yes. So I'll, I'll be able to have a better report. Oh, shit. That's, this is such a random podcast. thing to bring up. Hmm. Right around the time, right before the pandemic happened, uh, somebody randomly like tweeted at us a DM. I don't know. Apparently there is or was a Splatterhouse arcade machine somewhere in the Fremont, oh, yeah. in uh, w- Wallingford, Ballard area. I, I think they told me this. It's a, there's actually a strip that kind of connects those two areas called Freelard. Yep. Um, and um, there are like four or five bars that are on this long stretch uh, that it could be at. Um, and we used to live in that area. Um, we don't anymore. I think if we really dedicated the time and just went there and like asked around, I'm sure we'd find it if it still is there. Yeah, but it was it was it was at least three years ago now. Yeah, it was Um, like right before the pandemic happened. And I yeah, I uh, uh, I've never actually played a Splatterhouse machine. Oh, no, no, I never actually played a Splatterhouse. I mean, I played the arcade a lot. I played 
Splatterhouse, the arcade game on a MAME arcade machine at friends' houses and stuff like that. But uh, no, I never actually played a Splatterhouse. Well, maybe we could someday plan a trip to Chicago with my family since there it is there. The Midwest is all close to each other, right? It's right by Chicago, (laughs) all of the Midwest. But they um, I know that there's one at the arcade in Chicago because Caitlin, who is a arcade Splatterhouse super player world record holder i believe yeah or she, was or i know i think she is based in chicago and she's posted some pictures of machines there i i assume that she has had to go to connecticut to fun zone uh, no 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 the, there's uh, it's there's something in is. seattle i mean sorry chicago but chicago. i don't remember what it's called when i think about chicago on the map i always get confused with wisconsin i always think chicago is further north you, you gotta actually, go it's actually way there on the it's like right on the tip of the water man i know you can't but, eat well, you can't eat gluten because you will, and we did last night because we're we're bad. Oh yeah, I had bad yeah, boys. I, yeah, we were to like some but I, I great would like cheap you, pizza. Mm. I would like to take you to a deep dish pizza place in Chicago. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I went to a I went to a deep dish place in um, Oakland once, uh, and I recall it being good, but it was it took a very long time and I was extremely hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do recall it being very good, but I don't recall it like being just like you don't recall anything else about it It was it didn't blow me away yeah. so i may have just been really hungry i was just like is it Probably. warm and edible great it's yeah. good it's just, delicious he just pulled out a straw and just drank it <laughs> nice but yeah you're gonna be gone for uh grace will not miss the podcast she's getting back into town just in time for the podcast mm-hmm. uh that'll be the next one will be on the 20th but actually for the majority of that time in between you are actually gonna be gone and uh i will be all, all by my lonesome i know but I um, will hopefully be able to crank out a project that I've been thinking about doing for about a year. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jinx it yeah. uh, because it's like it's been a project I've been wanting to do. It's a project that like I just kind of need to do, but I just const- something always kind of gets in the way and I have to kind of drop it again. Um, but it, I and think... now there will be no distractions except for the release of Resident Evil 4 remake. <laughs> no, that's going to be on the 24th. Oh, you will, you will be back by then. Wow. OK, so yes. Though you did get a remake today. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got myself a treat. I bought Dead Space remake. Yeah, and I bought. I played the first twenty minutes. Yeah. Well, okay. So after the podcast, would you be willing to restart it so I can watch it? Sure. <laughs> and giggled. Oh, thank you. Wow, so nice. But man, I saw. I've so far this. I've heard a lot about. Dead Space remake. I watched a uh, Sphere Hunter. I watched Susie's review of it. She spoke extremely highly of it. Um, I love Dead Space One. I think it's like it, it. It is shocking to play Dead Space One and realize that this year it'll turn fifteen. Uh, that game holds up extraordinarily well. Honestly, it is a game. How that- does it feel to know that we are farther away from Dead Space now than you were from Metal? Oh God, Metal Hunter. What's it called? Metal Storm. Metal Storm. When you made your. Oh video. yeah, no, a lot, a lot, a lot of the games that I reviewed way back in like 2007, 2008. A lot of those are like 14, 15, 16 years old now. They are those. Those videos are now as old as the games were when I reviewed them. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yes, I'm aware, Greg. Thank you. <laughs> um, but so far, I mean. The reviews on this Dead Space were good, and the few minutes of played of it seemed pretty fucking rad. So, I really liked the from what I saw, just the design of the necromorphs. Splice, okay, necromorphs. Yeah. Could not remember. Splicers. What That's something different. 
That is. Oh, that's Bioshock. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about Bioshock because you've been playing a bit of Atomic Hearts. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh my. I have some things to say about that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's one thing. Well, well, let's finish up. Okay. All right. Finish up Dead Space. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing it. I haven't played it much, but um, I love the first Dead Space a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. But. it's like the it's it's like the it's like that and like Resident Evil Four are like the two games that you do not need a remake. They they hold up so fucking well. You don't need a remake. But I'll 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 buy it. Yes, I'll buy it. Please, thank you. Oh my god, you bought another copy of Resident Evil Four today, and I'm so pissed. <laughs> because I I have a little I have a little nook now in our collection. I've made it like the Resident Evil Four. I have both my Resident Evil 4 controllers and all my copies of Resident Evil 4. And oh I realized God. there's actually like at least one, maybe two physical copies of Resident Evil 4 I don't own. <laughs> so now I have a PS4 version. Wait, can you tell tell them how you like dropped this on me that you got this? Oh, I also got I also got Pikmin 3. Yeah, he walks into the room. I just woke up from my extended nap, <laughs> my extended siesta. And Derek's like, oh my gosh, look what I got. Look, it's Pikmin 3. I was like, oh, that's great. And he's like, yeah, and I also got this, Dead Space. And I was like really excited because I've been wanting to play, you know, watch that or whatever. And then and then he was like, oh, yeah, and I also got Resident Evil 4. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just like tried to leave. Well, you were waking God, up. I wanted to give you like, your space. How much did that to... cost? It was $20. How much, it Derek? was $20. Bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it was 20 bucks. It's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I if, if I would have preferred it to be a little cheaper, mm-hmm. I'll be, to be honest. But also the Pikmin 3 I got for 20 bucks too. That was like shocking to me that a Pikmin game could be that cheap. Yeah. Um so but I, I think the only other physical version of Resident Evil 4 that's not the remake, of course, um, would be like there's a Switch triple pack um that has four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. I guess that is technically a physical version of Resident Evil 4 that I could own, but I uh, don't switch physical games are kind of not my favorite. Yeah, though. it's like it's not gonna say Resident Evil Four on the on the spine. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, nah. What other? And one? I don't be- I don't believe the the Xbox One may have got a physical port. Uh, they didn't have it at the at the local shop that I went to. So, um, I, I don't uh, believe it might have. Cyram in the chat is asking if Derek is gonna get a physical version of the Resident Evil Four remake. When it, yes, that yes. is the only way he is willing to play games. Honestly, is you have to have a physical copy. I if I can get a physical copy, I would prefer to get a physical copy. And I will say, I think since the last time we talked on Resident Evil Four and specifically the remake, uh, I've been completely converted. Uh, I, I I've been really just I, I I've been very like trepidatiously trepidatious. I've had a lot of trepidation. Yeah. Resistance to this uh, Resident Evil 4 remake because I just feel like there's no way that you can really deliver that game again. Um, Resident Evil 4 is just like this perfect. It's like Resident Evil 4 does like it's such a fucking perfectly refined and polished game that like you, it's such a you can't do it again. It looks like they're doing it again. <laughs> They've been releasing tons of uh, gameplay footage. I sat down and watched all of it. I hadn't really been paying it super close attention to it. They've been releasing the you know, Capcom's on hyping it up a lot, uh, and then they just like. I, think I mean, it was... it's their cash cow. They got to they got to trot her out to market. Uh, Monster Hunters are cash cow. I well, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it is. You like, know what I mean. It's uh, they put out like a like a man like a 
six, nine, ten minute just gameplay trailer. Not even just gameplay footage. No commentary. Just a bunch of footage of like the the, the castle and the village areas. Um, man, it looks like they're gonna they're gonna fucking do it. It looks like I'm a fan of Louise's hair. I know it's a random pull, but I, from the little I saw, I was like, I, defi- I like this. I mean, he's he's <laughs> handsome in both the games, right? But like his hair looks nice. Yeah. I mean, they made Carlos less sucky in the third one. Yeah. So, and I absolutely hated him in the original game. So yeah. maybe uh, Luis will be like just awesome in this game. Who knows? If, I I really do feel like that this uh, and having just recently played through uh village again on a uh, series X and seeing like, you know, all the seeing that game at like high fidelity and, you know, pl- man, that game looks a lot better than it does in a vanilla PS4, but like God, v- village is still a really, really good game. It's kind of weird, but God, it just like kind of no dull moments for me personally. Oh my gosh. Wait, what are, I mean, I have a story to tell. Oh, totally interrupting your train of thought. Okay. Um, but it is related. So when our niece and nephew were visiting, our niece told us that she's been playing lots of scary games and she wanted to watch Derek play a scary game. So we were like, okay. And she, you know, the scary game that she had played is Little Nightmares. And I was like, oh, that actually is a pretty scary game. Mm-hmm. Our niece is like 10 or 11. I yeah. don't remember. I also don't really have, because Derek and I are children ourselves, we don't really have a great sense of what mm-hmm. is appropriate for a child. And but also, we're trying to be the cool aunt and we're, uncle. We're like, cool guys. Like We're yeah. like, yeah, let's go get burgers and eat popcorn. You know yeah. you know how it is. We're, yeah, yeah. I'm the cool mom. Is that where, yeah, I was like, where does your dad never take you? We're going there. <laughs> yeah. Five guys. Okay. Yep. And... So we were like thinking of things and we're like, okay, Resident Evil 8. And I was like, oh, we could do the doll section. Yeah, the house Beneviento. Yeah, for her. And so we we did that. We got to it. No, we didn't get to it. No, no, no. Let me tell you. We go inside the house and we go into the elevator. And when you do that, there is like a little gag where the lights turn off and then turn back on. And suddenly there's like something written on the wall. Yeah. That's not that. That's the first elevator. That's the elevator that takes you up to the house, not the elevator that's in the house. Yeah. And um, I think I, I look over and I, I see my niece is like literally holding her hands over her head and like she's like ducking behind a pillow. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep going, I guess. And we got to the house and then I went inside the house and we got into the other elevator and I look over her and she's like sitting on our big plushy uh, ditto, uh, our ditto uh, beanbag chair. And she's like holding it with her hands, like squeezing with her hands. And I was just like. Do you want me to stop? And she goes, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fair, like nothing, literally nothing happens. Like you walk through and there's just dolls everywhere, which, you know, like whatever. It's, 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 it's literally, it is spooky. You also walk through but, like there's also when you first get there, there's gravestones. Uh, it's dusty or yeah. it's, it's, it's misty. And there are a bunch of like uh, dolls hanging from trees as though they're like on nooses. Mm-hmm. And then you, and you walk across. Uh, the bridge that's shaky, and yeah. then your wife is there, and she's like, "Something's wrong with Rose." And she's old, my, you know, my niece is old enough to understand like that intellectual, emotional moment. Um, and then uh, it's, it's a lot of gravestones, Grace, a lot of spooky. Trees. It was just very funny I, to me that. Well, I guess there's that, and we did play a little bit of the castle beforehand to get, you know, to get there. Yeah, but um, 
just the fact that it's like the big gag that was like t- over the top was like the lights turned off and then turned back on. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I messed up. She, oh, I messed she up. Really, really, <laughs> it was just my reaction. I was like, okay. We we went and sat down and we watched um, some speed runs just to like yeah. clear the air. Yeah. I don't even remember. Oh, we watched a Little Nightmares speed run just to kind of like cleanse oh, the and, palate. And that was really fun. We watched Little Nightmares a speed run. Which uh, I'm not, I was not super familiar with that game, but yeah, that game it's a, it's a fun little kind of 2D platformer with a lot of incredible art design. Um, Nitro Rad has a really good series of videos. It's a good on series of videos and everything. I'm just just what's, what's throwing a, it out there. I know. I was like, oh, oh, is it a good horror game? Did Nitro Rad review it? <laughs> is it an inter- is it an interesting horror game? Did Nitro Rad review it. Does does his LB bleed video have more views than yours? Oh, f- fucking of course it does. <laughs> what? Of course it does. Yes. <laughs> What? It better. It ought to. <laughs> I, if mine didn't, I'd be mad at him. I <laughs> Nitro Rad is one of my like comfort YouTubers yeah. for some reason. And I think it's because he the way he is kind of reminds me of you. And so it's what? sort of like oh, a little okay. baby, Derek. Oh my god. And not that Nitro Rad's a baby, but because <laughs> <laughs> I think he is 30, I think. I don't know. I that have is, no idea how listen, old he is. That's younger than me. That is younger than you. <laughs> In 13 months, I'm going to be 40. Oh, woo. Um, but back to my point about Resident Evil 4 and why I'm excited about it is like just watching all these videos of the previews, uh, seeing the changes that they're making, uh, the things like it. The, I thought the thing that made Resident Evil 4 impossible to remake to me was that there was so much in it. So many weird set pieces and so many weird puzzles. It's so dense. So many. It feels like that th- this is going to be even fucking bigger. And just, man, like Resident Evil Village is so wild and goes so all over the place. And, I, and it's so different from time to time and place to place. But this is just study, st- such a steady handed attention to detail and quality. Resident Evil Village feels like a game they finished. And then spent like a year playing and refining. There's so many hallways that have like a bookshelf in front of it. So many like doors you can't quite access. And so many rooms that have like windows and stuff that like you you should be able to. I feel like that game used to be a lot bigger. And they like just played it and played it and played it and played it. And said this sequence is good, but it's not great. So block it off, cut it out. And made the tightest, tightest game they possibly could. Um, And I feel like that if so, if that team can bring it with Resident Evil 4, I think this has the the opportunity to be like the best one that this new team has done. Of the mm-hmm. four, you know, the seven and eight and the two and three remake, I think have been pretty uniformly fantastic. Bits and pieces of all those games I kind of have eh, up and down, but like, I think I said, I'll the say The downs it. are still pretty high. Exactly, yeah. I think the sewer level in Resident Evil 2 is a fucking bummer and really like that the police station is so good that like the sewer level with no with, there's no misdirection the sewer level is like kind of a pain in the ass and a little easy to get lost it's like man the first half of that game is so good <laughs> that like the the second half is like even though it's great it's like well it's only it's only all right compared to like this amazing first half okay are you day one on this of course i am you are mm-hmm. are we should i get it for you as a pre-order for like an early birthday gift Oh. Is that is that where we? I know we don't pre-order, but is that the status we're at? Are you oh, are yeah. we breaking the pre-order rule? I mean, to be honest, like all Resident Evil games, um, I guess except the seventh one, we bought it a little later. But I might have bought the seventh one day one too. I forget now. But really, all four of these new Resident Evil games been day one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and you know what? I like Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 3 Remake is like maybe the tightest like campaign. The only problem is that it is factually a bad remake of Resident Evil 3 and does not really have a whole lot of replay. It's like so streamlined. It's somehow like less than the sum of its parts. Like all of it's good, but it somehow is just like too short and too lean. Mm-hmm. Um, they really needed to add to be a proper remake to fix Resident Evil 3, the original <laughs> one. You really would need to add a lot. Well, Resident Evil 3 was always like a weird experiment. Very lean. It, yeah. Yeah. And or yeah, the, 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 the replay value of Resident Evil 3 is kind of like in a lot of the randomness to it. And I think that. Uh, you know, that there's certain puzzles that are completely random or different, different every single time. I think that, like, I'm pretty sure, like, ne- Nemesis shows up randomly every single time you play. Or, like, there's, like, three or four different seeds that you can, you know when he's going to show up. I think there's certain item drops that are random, too. But th- th- that randomness, that, you know, spontaneity, that was really one of the core things of Resident Evil 3. People that liked Resident Evil 3 liked that aspect of it, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they took that away with the remake, which was a huge mistake. So I think that as a remake of Resident Evil 3, is a, it's very bad. But as just a game that was called Resident Evil 3 that has Nemesis and Jill and Car- Carlos, uh, I thought it was also still fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that, 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 that that is maybe the worst of the four is only like a compliment to how good this team is, to how good, how how great yeah, if Resident everything Evil else, is right now. Everything else is on the S tier and then that game is maybe on the A tier. Yeah, like, exactly. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, still still fun. He was saying it's a fun speedrunning game. I, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I, sure. I mean that's that's at the core. Of, that's like kind of a meta aspect to every Resident Evil game. Is it needs to have a speedrunning element to it, right? Um, but God, this Resident Evil Four remake looks like they're they're really doing it. It's just, it feels like they're really they're taking Leon's smarmy, tough guy, sarcastic character and doing it really well. Like the scene where you first meet Salazar, uh, instead of him going, no thanks, bro. He <laughs> just goes, who the fuck are you? And then like, he's like, I would love to have the girl. He's like, no, I think she's fine with me. Thank you. And, so he, and he, he's delivering it with a really good action guy quality, but like the tone is fitting now. Um, also, Mike's, yeah. Mike, Mike, the helicopter is there back he's back celebrity helicopter reprises role yep yep oh bless you i uh i think in one of the trailers uh he's like sorry for being late bad traffic which is what he says (laughs) Ah, yeah oh my mike oh my he knows a good bar yeah (laughs) i don't think he's so boston uh i think he's more oh they couldn't get ben affleck <laughs> no, they couldn't. They couldn't get a Boston accent. I think he kind of sounds more like Teddy from Bob's Burgers. Aww. Just kind of a, a gruff, kind of a a, a cheer, cheerful gruff kind of a dude. Well, that, that's probably perfect. Yeah. I mean, the, the type of guy you imagine like could fly a helicopter or a truck or a bus, kind of like, you know, one of those kind of big, big guys. Just, just a big guy. You know, like, he just wants like to be like a blue collar guy. Yeah. Knows a good bar. Knows a good bar. First rounds on me, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, I know we could probably talk about Resident Evil 4 forever. Oh, but the chat here, Captain, uh, Captain Classic. Classic Captain makes a point here. In the remake, you better have the bingo line. This is this is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Well, I'm curious about the dog situation and how that's going down. Yeah, near as I can tell. So it is unconfirmed if the, the uh, dog corpse in the bear trap that is seen at one of the trailers 
uh, if that is just like set dressing for that area or if that is in fact the dog that you are able to free in the beginning. Yeah. The dog that I have a strong emotional bond with. Yeah. I can't imagine that you... I. In, in this day and age, that would be yeah. kind of wild. No, we, we pet the dog now. We like the we like to pet the dog. We like to pet the cat. Like no, that's what we do now in games. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a fun animal, even if it's like you know, Cerberus from Hades was so fun. It was like this gigantic three-headed beast that was like you know three tons and like so bigger, so much bigger than you, and you just like scratch its face, and it's like oh, this so is cute. this is so cute. Yeah, it's all we need. It's all we need. Mm-hmm. Don't kill the dog. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But if, I know if, anyway. If, yeah, if dog and bingo aren't there, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I take it all back. All right. I, like like I was trying to say, I know we could talk about Resident Evil forever, but we do got some questions we got to get to. Give me some cues. All give right. Me, give me cues. Give me some give me, give me some topics. Yeah. We got a lot of fun ones today. Oh, and I'll, I'll, oh, we said at the beginning, yeah. Either you can leave a comment on the Patreon post. We let you know that we are recording our podcast early. Or you can send your questions to stopskeletons at gmail.com and put like podcast in the uh in the in the title. Yeah, yeah. And we actually this first one is from our email and it is from Grunberg. Um, and it is about their partner. Their partner is not a gamer and was not raised with Dump games. Dump them. Dump them. <laughs> it's not her fault. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she is interested in games like Slime Rancher and Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, which I'm not very familiar with those last two or that last one keep talking mm-hmm. and nobody explodes but she won't they want to know if we have any recommendations oh uh, man i mean so i mean the, the the real question is like you know you like video games but you know does your partner not really have the hand-eye coordination mm-hmm. um uh and then so there's a lot of narrative-based ones that uh don't require hand-eye coordination or there are a lot of games that you can probably turn on a story mode or you know that type of thing um if they are good with hand-eye coordination uh overcooked is fantastic Mm -hmm. um but it requires teamwork and grace and i work together professionally um so we are really good at that game yeah we well um (laughs) we enjoy that game we don't have like we don't get divorced after that game no no, I, I, we played it. We usually I, have like a group hug. We're like, we're so good. You know what? The one I love game you that so I, much, bro. I, th- I think the one game we ever like, had like an actual fight over was Sekiro. And that's yes. because like one of us was playing that was watching and we're just like, why aren't you blocking? I was like, I am blocking. Or <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, th- that's kind of the first one that comes to my mind. I, you know, there are so many like games like Slime Rancher. Oh, I mean, shoot. Am I thinking of Stardew Valley is probably like the, the go to. Well, even if. So if your partner's not really into games, I mean, like Pokemon is probably one. Like you don't really need hand-eye coordination for that. Tons of cute animals. Mm-hmm. That's that's I guess kind of like a quote-unquote like hardcore game she could get into. I think probably anything that's like a strategy or an RPG would probably be good. And I think that's if like, we're specifically like Monster Rancher. I mean, Animal Crossing things like that. Mm-hmm. There's, um, there, there, it's honestly, it's like you know, Bastardy is a good suggestion. Also, better better time than ever. You know, no better time than to. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of games for all kinds of people, and that's great. Dude, Stardew still has, like, an insane amount of concurrent players on Steam. Yeah, yeah. Like, every just every week, it's like, what? How many thousands of people are playing this right now? Just, jeez, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's, honestly, it's like whenever I go into Twitch, and it's like, man, there's 30,000 people still watching Dead by Daylight. I mean, we have... Dead by Daylight is getting a movie. They're, getting a, da- they're getting a dating sim. 
Oh, I think that came out. Did that come out? I'm not sure. I want to date the Huntress. <laughs> we all want to date yep. the Huntress. Get in line. I think everyone wants to date the uh, the clown guy. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> um. Okay. But yeah, I think that... Oh, yeah. Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes is a diffuse a bomb with your friends game. So like a co-op party game. Yeah. So oh, Overcooked okay. would right. probably be good. Or even if she wants something more chill, um, there are games like the Power Washing Simulator. I think you got really into that for a while. I I thought that game was boring. Oh, okay. I thought it was too chill. And then we played co-op with a friend and we were like cleaning a train. And then we were like 0.3% away from finishing it. And we spent like an hour trying to find the one speck of dust. <laughs> the we one lug nut. <laughs> yeah, it was... And I was, I mean, then like immediately we both were like, well, uninstalling this, never playing it again. Yep. Yep. All right. Oh, oh, also, well, and house flipper. If if your partner likes to decorate apartments. Oh, that's like, a good one. Animal Crossing is great, but yo, house flipper is legit. Yeah. Have the, the power fantasy of being able to own property. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think those are all good suggestions and I hope, I hope those work out. Oh, the chat is telling me that the Dead by Daylight dating sim is out. Yeah. I need to get on that. I have, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Dead by Daylight meta anymore. Like, I don't even, if I jump back in, I'm like, I actually, I, I, I did start. watch, I did watch a stream the other night and I was like, man, what the fuck's even going on? <laughs> I barely recognize this <laughs> And that, that kind of makes me want to jump in. And we were kind of pretty deep into that game. Oh my like, God. I was red ranking. In, in 2020, like you and I, like. You, like the you, used to play, you used to play on the Xbox One. I would play on the PS4 and we'd play together uh, out in the living room. Mm-hmm. And we we do it with friends as well. We had like a friend group. We used to kind of for a good like two almost years. <laughs> and then we just stopped. <laughs> and then Elden Ring was to come out. I it think really it. honestly it was the Resident Evil DLC is what kicked me out of it because oh, it, it was so buggy and bad that I was just like, no, and I that's, don't want to play. That's really kind of ironic because it was the, the Silent Hill DLC that finally got us to check it out. Because we had some friends that played it and it looked interesting. And then we saw Pyramid Head and Heather and we were like, all right, we got to play this. I saw the the, the Midwich Elementary School level. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to play this. This is too fucking cool. All right. Well, so next question is from Sammy. It's another game question. Derek, have you played Proteus? Is that different from Parodius or... <laughs> So there's Parodius, which is the the Gradius parody game. There's also like a game called Proteus that was like a walking simulator that was very kind of like low poly and colorful and spooky and weird and and kind of amazing. And then there's like Proteus, like a a kind of Doom clone uh, retro throwback that kind of um. Oh, they're probably talking um, about the one that just probably, had probably a the Doom Yeah, the one that one just came out on uh. Uh, game pass uh yeah i played it and it was like it didn't really like kind of connect with me it's it was very pretty and very flashy um and i don't know if i just wasn't quite in the mood for that at the time but i did play it for a little bit and i was just like i don't know just it's oh it's a boomer shooter oh yeah that's why that's what they call them now yeah i don't know something about it just like it, just, it was just like very bright, very loud, very gory. It's kind. Of, I just kind of like got like really kind of brutal doom vibes from it. And I was just sort of like, eh, yeah, I don't know. Just really something about it like just didn't click with me. At the yeah, moment. I might check it out. I've been playing Slay the Spire nonstop for like 
couple months now. And You've so, like completely platinum that game. No, I haven't. Oh, really? I can't even get past the fourth ascension level on one of my how my are, best character. How are you not? You you were you still because <laughs> I'm that not game, smart. You okay? still play that game for hours because I'm a dummy, dumb dumb. Okay, all right, I can't. Well. I don't have any strategy at all. I'm just I'm just a fish flopping in an endless ocean. Yeah, drowning somehow on <laughs> water. But I, I like it. I don't know. I know. It's like you still are playing and like <laughs> come out in the living room. You're playing on the Switch and I leave and I come back a couple hours later. You haven't moved. It's it's, it's hard like, how are you still playing this game for a like good 300 run, hours? But. A good run lasts about an hour. So like I'll do a run and then it like craps out early and I'm like, well, I'll just try one more. I'm like, I'm budgeting like an hour and then it's suddenly it's been three hours. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just. I'm like, because I've been watching Bob's Burgers at the same time. It's kind of my double relaxation activity. Yeah. And then eventually I'll get to the point where I'm like, oh, I think I've watched five episodes. (laughs) Oh, no. This is bad. Okay. (laughs) This one is from Tristan. Have you guys ever listened to... Oh, it's a metal question. God damn. Okay. All right. You pick these out, Grace. I I don't even look at them. (laughs) I just start going. Uh, The Advantage. They're an excellent math rock band and they cover classic nes soundtracks like ducktales fun fact about the advantage i have listened to the advantage mm-hmm. uh is the, this going to be a fun fact or yes. is it going to be a the, sad fact the um drummer of the advantage is the guitarist of hella the drummer of hella is the drummer from death grips oh okay i i'm sure there is a lot of people in the audience that meant something yeah. too, but no, I'm not I, one they, of they, were, they have they had an uh, they had an, uh, one album was called Elf titled. Oh, that's... and that's really clever. Oh, uh, they had, was it a Christmas album? No, because oh. the first album was called Self Titled, and this one's Elf titled. They're just quirky like I'm that. I'm kind of pissed it wasn't a Christmas album. No, it was. But, it was it, they're yeah, an, an, a Nintendo cover band. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And some like those albums came out like in 2006, 2007, that kind of era. And they were like one of the first times I saw a Nintendo cover band like with a record label because I knew about like the mini bosses and stuff like that. But they were kind of like indie and they were just, you know, on, on Napster. They were online uh, and they I'm sure they they sold CDs and stuff. But like I, I walked into like a record store in Anchorage, Alaska and went to the A section and found the advantage. They had CDs there. I bought them. I think I might still have one of them. I, mm-hmm. might have, I, I got I purged a whole bunch, of, a ton of my CDs. I feel like that's one that I would have uh, kept. Yeah, that's crazy. Can't quite see it from here. Well, I think we actually I did, but... have a question later about um, from Rory asking if you've ever tried listening to Death Grips and sounds like you're, you've you listened to a lot. I was there. I heard when I heard Full Moon Death Classic was like the first song they released. Uh, I was like, fuck, yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's like hella. But they have this crazy intense rapper on it. I was there from day one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I was. I loved. I was. Yes. We, we, immediately, we weigh in. immediately, we I was like Anthony Fantano. Like this is the best shit in the world. I kind of fell off of it for a little because they they kind of they got weirder and weirder. And I think around the time of like Powers That Be, um, I recently listened to the Powers That Be in the first album, which I will not say because <laughs> <laughs> I cannot say it. Uh, it's just like an album of like they use Bjork samples. Oh, that's and fun. it's just like absolute glorious madness. Um, they're yeah, Death Grips is when when they are on, they're fucking so goddamn on. But their catalog got bigger and bigger and, and weirder and weirder. And there was like just 
the Zach Hill solo stuff. And it's like, okay, so this is just like a, without MC ride, this is just like an experimental hella album, AKA a hella album. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm very aware of this little, little click little here. Niche. Yeah. Yeah. A little niche there. Yeah. Very good. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yes. I feel like I need to start getting into metal stuff just so I, and can, this is more, I can talk about this. This is more like abrasive alternative hip hop. New metal? No. I, just... I am so confused because I thought that the criteria for is this metal band new metal or not was does it have a rapper? <laughs> like, I, I thought it was a hard line. No, if it had a rapper, there... it was new metal. So no, it's, I, I, but I will accept it's, that it's it's, not. it's MC Ride and then Zach Hill who's a drummer. But they, you said they have a rapper. Yes, that makes. But he mean. also is like a rapper that like kind of screams and yells a lot. Yeah. No, so, Death Grips is I, like. I, I will th- accept that I know nothing about what I'm talking about. Yes. I, this is just like I, all right. Me realizing something about you, the universe. Yeah, you even like. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a tiny like, fish flopping in an endless, in an endless, ocean. endless ocean, being like, "Is Death Grips new metal? It has some <laughs> rapper in it." Like, fucking no. Metal subgenres are so annoying. And new metal like, is as like someone who is not has and, no idea what's going. You know how on. And, and you know how annoying they are. Huh. Metalheads would chafe so hard at you calling new metal a subgenre of metal. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry to everybody. <laughs> I'm you know what that's gonna be my project while I'm away from here and like really jet lagged. I'm gonna watch explainer videos like metal for beginners or yeah I don't know do I actually have to listen to metal if I do I don't want to listen to metal I just want to like, know about it you're like that you're like that episode of Portlandia where like <laughs> Carrie has to teach Fred about the history of hip-hop <laughs> and then Jay-Z's like 1970 yeah Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. New York City. Yeah. <laughs> that that that's Oh, he says the Bronx. No, right? it, it, no, it, it, it happened in the Bronx, but I think he just says New York City 1977 or whatever. And then it fades out. <laughs> that, like, that, You're that, so smart. That Yay. sketch is not anywhere online and it's a shame. It's so funny. But yeah, that is exactly what I I am, yeah. is I am that person in that. But sketch. like also if you don't like metal, you shouldn't listen to it. It's just I mean, straight maybe up like I could do it. Yeah. Do they have any acoustic? <laughs> a, a lot of them do play acoustic little bits and then they oh, go into the cute. riffs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, I just like I was I was saying this before the show. And if you are a patron, you can listen to our show live. And we usually have a little bit at the beginning and the end. But I, I was before the show, I was saying that I love metal band drama. Like the, the drama is just so insane. And the, the tea is scorching. They're very they're, they are very intense people. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and uh, that's that's kind of what I want to know more about. Is I want I want that. Well, that's that that's different. That's yeah. easy. Yeah, I want drama videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> you want to get you want to buy Playboy, but for the article. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is from Chev Matic. Uh, regardless of if they will get it, do you think Microsoft should or should not acquire Activision Blizzard? No. Yeah. No. I'm I'm pretty much against mergers as a concept in general i i'm pretty firm that more competition is good and consolidation bad um i do think it would be kind of interesting like on an intellectual level i'm kind of like oh i wonder how this is going to play out probably not great but that's whatever yeah it's it's it's, that microsoft is buying it they own enough already yeah um i do know that like i've seen like sony try to push back and some of the claims they're making about like Call of Duty and there's been like that's kind of 
like, that's a little silly. It's like, yeah, uh, clearly Sony's like just trying to to stall for time. But and it's uh, also really funny because Microsoft, to counter these claims, has like has to publicly go on like a little walk of shame tour where mm-hmm. they're like, actually, we suck and we're not good at this. Yeah. And it wouldn't be bad if we had it because we're so bad at this. <laughs> and, and, but <laughs> I just, which is hilarious. <laughs> just in general, like, no, big company buying smaller company or big company also buying slightly just as big, but maybe slightly smaller company. Bad. Don't yeah. like it. Again, like uh, we, we were listening to a podcast and uh, they made a point about like uh, when like all the tech CEOs met President Trump, people were upset they met President Trump and because they didn't like President Trump um, and neither did I. But the point was like, that's not the thing you should be upset about. What you should be upset about is the entire tech industry could fit on a single table that like it's literally seven, eight The people. fact that they are able to reasonably plan out a menu, like a catering yeah, menu for exactly. this event. Yeah. <laughs> Is a, should be upsetting, mm-hmm. and I that's something I I believe in. Um, I if Microsoft did acquire Activision, they they say that they're mostly doing it for Candy Crush because Microsoft wants to get a little bit better about mobile. I guess I don't know if it really it doesn't really make sense to me overall. This whole this whole issue, I don't really know what they're trying to do. I did yeah. see reason like Reuters reported last night that. They apparently have heard from three sources that it's likely to go through in the EU, which is not a great sign because usually yeah. the EU is much more stringent than the they United States. They have been States. more, yeah. So, I mean, but I, I don't know. It's all hearsay. I think we won't really know until <laughs> April, right? Oh, the chat's saying, Windows Phone's a massive success. Chris, <laughs> what are you talking about? Candy Crush Candy is, Crush is very much super goddamn alive. Candy Crush yeah. is super around. It's actually, the I think it's the most profitable game at Activision Blizzard right now. Well, that says more about Activision Blizzard than anything else. I don't think but. it does, actually. You know, it's, yeah, it's because they own King. Is that who yeah, makes yeah. it technically? But yeah, it's, no, no, man, it, it makes a ton of money. Yeah, how's Overwatch 2 looking? I feel like no one really has liked Call of Duty in a while. I mean. I feel like people who uh, play Call of, another funny thing about the PlayStation thing is I feel like most people who play Call of Duty and are really into it are probably playing on the PC. Yeah. So <laughs> it's all, I'm also just kind of like. Sure, sure, Jan. <laughs> but they tr- that they tried to copyright the word candy. Did they really? Problem. I mean, that's that. I don't know if I believe you, but that sounds like something they would try to do. Okay, <laughs> people are all right. All it caps happens. in the chat. They're saying yes. Must be true then. <laughs> that's like uh, what was it? The Fine Brothers tried to uh, uh, copyright react. react. <laughs> so upsetting. And it's like, yep, yep. <sighs> all right. My reaction to that is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of a lot of copyright laws in general. That's another thing. Kind of a big... I've just become more and more of an antitrust stand. I have a big an- a Nintendo antitrust video I've been wanting to make for a while. Yeah. But I'm kind of scared, too. <laughs> that they, they basically had a cartel. Yeah, it's, which is really it. funny to be like, oh, yeah, Nintendo used to run an illegal cartel. It's just like, it's hilarious. Yeah. But, you know. The, the, Someday. The, the scope of the video is always too big and complicated that yeah. we never really pull the trigger on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I need to get back to it someday. But anyway, this is from Sadness. And they're wondering if we have any advice to Wait, other... Sadness? Cr- what? Sadness. All right. Okay. Okay. Yes, I love this, this I love, person again. Yeah. I love your name. Sadness. But uh, happy to give an advice to other creators in starting and running a successful Patreon. 
I don't think we've ever talked about that before. Um, I don't know that we necessarily know how to do that. <laughs> That's like when we people, people how are how like, how do, you start a, how do you start a YouTube channel? Like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, <laughs> grab someone's coattails. And then when you, get, when you get your decent footing, like, go from there. I think um, running a Patreon, I mean, we've had one for a very long time. And it we've had a lot of trial and error. Because uh, we basically joined yeah. the web it when the website started, or at least a year after it started. A year or two, yeah. We were 2015. Yeah. And I guess, like, the biggest advice I would have is, you know, don't over... Kind of like the standard crowdfunding thing. Don't overpromise what you can do. Yeah. And also, I would say it's okay to... If you make... If you make a promise that you think is going to be fine and then you realize later like, oh, actually, this isn't something I can reasonably do. I think it's okay to back out of it or just to be like, tell it, let your patrons know like, hey, I'm, you know, I wanted to do this thing, but I realized I can't. We've had to do that a few times. We used to have a uh, kind of a really fun um, game club called the Bad and Rad Club where Derek would actually go to thrift stores, pick out games and then send them out to people, which is really hilarious. The the joke was so much time. I I would buy like just the cheapest, dumbest games I could find. Yeah. And then we wrote this letter talking about how they were like the baddest, most raddest. Our our scientists have cracked the code and pushed the boundaries of badness and radness to unseen levels. And what you are holding in your hand is is certifiably the baddest and raddest game that has ever existed. And it's like Wii Sports. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it it was very fun, but it was very time consuming. Kind of cost a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like a thing we had for like a really high uh, uh, tier. Um, But it really kind of wasn't that sustainable. Mm -hmm. I think just really consistency is kind of like the most important thing you can do for anything you're doing on the Internet. Yeah. Um, uh, But, you know, you know, it's so hard to. It's I don't know how I I feel a little self-conscious even giving advice because I just don't I still don't think of ourselves as like a big successful channel. Mm-hmm. I still kind of I still have that thing of like I'm just a kid in my you know studio apartment just trying to trying to figure this out. So um, but then again, yeah, that was I started this 15 and a half years ago, so I must know something. Well, and yeah, like I think with tears as well, that is something that you can. Um, I think that's also something you can kind of play around with until you find what works for you. I know, but I think I think tiers are good to yeah. have just to like give people different. I options. think having like extremely I mean, for what we do. Um, I mean, I've seen like you know like webcam models have higher tiers for different things. It's a very easy thing to deliver specific rewards for higher tier uh, um, uh, members. But we used to have like you know a five, ten, fifteen, and a twenty and a fifty dollar tier or something like that. And I think mm-hmm. um, we kind of. It real we realized that like our entire business is hinging on like five the, the the generosity of like five people, and then like one or two of them were like, "Hey, I can't do, you know, the fifty dollar a month, hundred dollars a video uh, pledge anymore," and it was suddenly like, "Oh, that's our whole business model was like on the generosity of a couple people," mm-hmm. and so um, now you know, and that's not sustainable. And we also had a yeah. couple of weird issues where, you know, sometimes. This and this has like never happened since we've only ever had like one person who was like this. But there was one person who was a patron who kind of felt, I kind of felt entitled to like certain videos, or it specifically did not like me, like super did not like me. <laughs> and I don't remember this. person, Yeah, it actually. was it was a little. It, it was must a little have been a really. It's been a really really long time ago then. Yeah. So, yeah. 
But I don't know. I think people who join your Patreon are usually your super fans. And yeah. So no. just but also remember that they're people. And so like, I don't know, we the way we have things right now is we don't have any content locked to any tiers we have tiers but they basically don't mean anything (laughs) yeah everyone gets everything if you pledge so and that that kind of works for us and that's more because we have decided that we just want if people want to be part of our community and part of our discord they can and we don't really want to have a huge barrier against that yeah i I will say this i've had like some friends who had patreons and then they like felt guilty and closed them and it's mm-hmm. like, well, they had like five, 10, 15 people that were paying them a couple of bucks a month. And they're like, well, I don't want them to waste their money. And it's like, let them decide that. Like they, if, if they're having problems with their money, the $3 they're giving you a month, like you taking that away from them is not going to magically fix their problem. They're not going to see yeah. the error of their ways. So like, if people are willing to give you some money, like take it. Like, or or at like the very tw- least. 20 bucks a month, you know, that is a meal. That is a couple of gallons of gas. That's a that's a that's a coffee. I right mean, there. that's like a subscription to Photoshop. Exactly. Like, well, it's five dollars is unfortunately okay, but not yeah. a subscription but to Photoshop. You're, but, but if you're getting 20, 50 bucks a month, yo, that is Adobe Suite. You can look at it that way. Um, and uh so I will say that if you start off small and it doesn't quite work out and you're still trying to feel yourself, but like you have people that are willing to keep giving you a couple bucks a month, uh, you shouldn't feel bad to take that. Oh, one other piece of advice I have is I would say don't start a Patreon right away. Like if you're just starting out on a new channel, like don't immediately start a Patreon. I think you should wait until you hit a level of consistency with your own stuff because having a Patreon is actually like a lot of work. And I will say another thing, Hmm. Uh, Patreon, they are a fantastic service and they're a great website. They don't really promote your channel at all. There's no like Patreon people of the week. There's no kind of like front page of Patreon Mm-mm. you have to promote your patreon yeah every episode you got to put the link on there um and when i first started out like grace had to really kind of take me and slap me around because i was just like i don't want to promote myself i don't know like, oh god it's a terrible thing and she's just like do you want to do this professionally do you want to pay, pay your fucking bills or not and i was like yes and she's like then promote yourself asshole <laughs> yeah you know and and it, it's like you that's a weird thing i had to get over and now i'm just like you have your little spiel for say at the end of the video all your patreon stuff and and you have to make sure that's there every time because patreon is a website they're not going to push you out patreon does have lately they've had like i don't even remember what it's called but like creator not a creator academy because that's youtube but they do have like a discord for creators and they do have like tips and tricks and most of them i think are really good resources so Mm -hmm. i would recommend looking into that but yeah, what's really funny about this is the entire time we have been talking about Patreon, the chat has just been memeing about the fall of Rome. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I have been enjoying that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, but also be, your, be, be yourself. It's the, it's the easiest thing to be. Be unique. Be weird. And respect. Be respectful to mm-hmm. your patron patrons because they're they are here because they believe in you, and so yeah. you need to show that that's a good choice i don't even know how to say it but you i sometimes i feel like people might take a like it for granted and that's something you know yeah or you i i don't know Mm -hmm. i'm very grateful for our patreon yeah i i I think about we had i'll say this is something i think about all the time so we put the new video out 
today and like it hit like 30,000 views, you know, in a, a couple of hours. Yay. I will never forget in 2015 when we did the rebrand and I was putting out what I thought was like my best work uh, in this year of 2015. Um, uh, we had more views on the channel in 2014 than we did in 2015. And we put out way more content. It took the the biggest video of the year in 2015 was the Shatterhand video. And I swear this is real. It hit 30,000 views the day before New Year's Eve. It took all year to hit. 30, that video came out in May or June. It took basically six months maybe five months but a whole year and you know all the uh momentum and hype from the the video like putting out more videos every month but that was the biggest video and it hit took all year to hit thirty thousand. which is for you're starting out is really good but we mm-hmm. i mean we weren't quite starting out yeah but. i wasn't quite starting out and i was hoping let's it's, if you want to do this for fun as a hobby it's great go for it start a youtube channel hit record you're making you're doing it you're doing it yeah you want to make a living off this. If you want to have a, <laughs> if you want to have a financial, if you want to have, <laughs> yeah, you need to live more than thirty thousand views in six months. If you have something wrong with you and you want to do this for a living, then... but you know that the, the video hit thirty k in a couple of hours, and I'm like, man, I can't. I'm so lucky that it it got to the point where I can get those numbers now, and I I don't forget how hard I worked and how grateful I am. Um, you know, I I, I try and put hundred percent every video. We pick pick every video because we think it's going to be fun and a good idea. And we want to make an entertaining, informative uh, video for you because you all deserve it. Um, And so I I, I, that's that's I think about that all the time. I don't know if I've ever actually said that before. (laughs) Okay, we should probably have something a little bit lighter. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get to all the questions today because we're we're running over, which we're (laughs) always running over. take us home oh um okay this is fun for me this is from beefington von barnstorm which i'm (laughs) first of all thank you for your service sir yeah (laughs) there are so many people who have very okay there's not a ton of people there's like maybe five five of y'all have very long names. Yeah, there's like your Patreon. And five, every- six, seven of y'all that when we had to make the credits, we're like this motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you I'm for like, your support. We love you. But, oh my god, I'm, your I'm your like, name is- yeah, I'm just like going through and like hitting enter and then tabby yeah, <laughs> so that your name doesn't like run into someone. It's so funny every every week. You watch at the very very <laughs> end. You notice like we have like four columns of all of our, all of our uh, supporters, but like they they start fresh and clean and all equal at the top. When you get to the bottom. They're all, some are longer than the others, and they're not equal anymore, because some of y'all got names. Okay. But it's fine. Anyway, do you like how hard Street Fighter is leaning into how hot Zangief is on Twitter? And I've been off of Twitter. I had no idea this was happening. It's not the character I've been seeing. I'm not talking about. <laughs> uh, the, the cami- there have been lots of cami. I yeah, know. the cami, like, wind pose or something like that was happening. <laughs> Saw a lot of artists, like, well, I'm... I'm using that. I'm yeah. Here's my OC in doing the cami pose, and there's uh some She Hulk like lady. There's just a big ass brick mm-hmm. brick house of a woman. Uh, appreciate that. Um, so yeah, maybe that also, might be the algorithm just giving you what you want. Also, always Chun Li, just like <laughs> just how, yeah, how bigger how down. bigger Chun Li's thighs this time. You know, and it's like <laughs> I would like to I would like to know more. <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah let's get who's that one guy who can like figure out the size of things like based on like pythagorean yeah. oh, yeah. theorems like let's get that guy on the case mm-hmm. but um i'm i've always i think zangief 
in terms of the men, has probably always been my pick for number one hottie. Maybe like Blanca and Zangief are kind of like tied together. They both got. I like Blanca. I they got hairy chests. You know? Yeah, I like. I like a hairy. I got. I like a little tuft of fur. I, I will say that like Zangief has may maybe the single best joke in <laughs> Wreck It Ralph, <laughs> and the animation is so perfectly was like it's like Ralph, you are a bad guy. This does not mean you are a bad guy. <laughs> and the animation is so perfect, and it also encapsulates the entire film. Uh, the real answer is Wreck-It Ralph is the best video game movie of all time, period. No, that's and, not true. And the podcast the Ace Attorney, The Ace Attorney Japanese movie that you can't get in English subtitles unless yeah. you get a weird rip off of a yeah. shady website is the best one. Second best. No, it's the best. Second best. It's, it's easily the best. It's very good. Derek, I've watched this. No. But Wreck-It Ralph isn't even a video game movie. It's a, it's a video. It's not an adaptation. It's a, it's a movie about video games. It is a celebration of the entire genre, the entire entertainment. Okay, if we're going section. there, if we're going there, King of Kong is a better movie. That's a, that's a great documentary. No, it's a movie. It's a film. It's a cinematic experience. That was, that was third best. Third? No way. Okay, I don't like Wreck It Ralph as much as you. I do. fucking love Wreck It Ralph. Which I don't that's care fine. Who knows it. You can like you can like Wreck It Ralph. It is very funny and a very fun movie. That movie is so smart. There's so many good jokes in that movie. However, can we talk? For, since we're on the subject of Wait, what, was, what chest, was the actual question from this person oh Wait, how, do you like how hard street oh. fighter is leaning into how hot zangief is on twitter oh and i yeah and i i don't know you haven't seen that, see that? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's not, that's right, not I mean, what the algorithm has been I serving don't, i don't mean to out myself but no that's not what's been popping up on my timeline sorry that's so funny <laughs> i i tend to like the zan zan zangief type dudes in like on um you're gonna have to help me remember the name but in the midway uh fighting game mortal kombat oh mortal Holy kombat shit. kano kano is my fa- oh, oh my yeah. god he's disgusting i want to slap th- him around but that's not but that's not why you like you like him i just like how he looks but as soon as he opens his mouth i'm like yeah because it's, it's like his his, no. his starting animation is like him peeing oh or yeah like, or like he, sta- he does anything stabs a scorpion so eats pissed. it and goes oi i'm an australian or something like that yeah uh no. but dude's in good no shape words. yep it's- actually in the we watched that one Mortal Kombat movie that came out sort of recently. Oh my god, that's right. He was really fun in that. Whoever movie. that, whoever played, yeah, whoever played a uh, uh, Kano in that movie was like stole the show. It was, it was, it was like the Netflix. It was just called Mortal Kombat, I believe. It was a net. No, I think it was on show. HBO. But <sighs> I man, I that, was a, that was a that was a big down. that was a big hit. Everyone was talking about it for like three minutes, and then it was just over. Yeah, I, I haven't thought about really- that film. <laughs> it was an okay. Overall, okay movie, but he he just stole my heart. Yeah. Well, honestly, I love watching the Mortal Kombat like cinematics and the little stories. Like they're so good. Dude, yeah, dude, single player campaigns on Mortal Kombat K- like Kano's are always that special. I love <laughs> fucking love him, and I also fucking hate him. Yeah, <laughs> it's I just I just want to smack. Just. Yeah, yeah, I, I love I love it. I love the body, but I hate the soul. Yeah, it would never work, Grace. I I don't know. I wouldn't be able to stay away. It would be very toxic. <laughs> so toxic but worth it probably but he wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> yeah. your repulsion only brings him closer to you <laughs> all right i think that wraps it up for us i think that's a good note to end on yeah just weird street fighter <laughs> mortal combat mortal combat yeah opinions but um the next podcast is going to be recorded on march 20th mm-hmm. and i will be here and I hope I hope you will be as well. Yeah. If you are a patron, you can listen to this live 
at 6 p.m. Pacific time. But if you're not a patron, that's fine. You can still, we release the podcast on Wednesdays because we <laughs> are not consistent enough to do it on Tuesday. Yeah. But you know what? At least we got one day. We got a consistent day. So mm-hmm. there you go. And um, Grace will be gone for the majority of the time in between these podcasts, but she will be here for the podcast. So you can tell us all about your adventures with your family in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. The wild, wild, the wild middle of the, the West. The mid-Midwest. Let <laughs> <laughs> roll in the mid-Midwest. <laughs> but that's going to do it. Uh, new video is out. Um, hopefully, I have... We're definitely going to have another, at least one more for March. Definitely one more for March. Oh. Haven't quite figured out I'm like hoping that coming. we could maybe get two, but then... We're, I think we were expecting to have had this previous video done a little earlier so we could have more time this week to get a video kind of ready and out to an editor before Grace leaves. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. know if we're really going to have time to do that in three days. We got left. So, but yeah, um, two videos in March, hopefully. One, hopefully those will both be released in March. Mm-hmm. But we will tell you more in two weeks when I see we all, we see you again. Yeah. See thanks. all of you, Level Hebel, again. Bye. Good night and goodbye.